Connection crew, and welcome to another episode of PWC Connections, the podcast. I'll be one of your hosts. This is Lamont Henson, and joining me is none other than Courtney Lucas. Courtney Lucas, and we are from the Communications and Community Relations Department at Fayetteville Public Works Commission. And joining us, we have a very special guest, one of our chief officers from the Electric Division. He is going to be sharing with us some details for the community. All of our guests have been wonderful, and I've been super pleased with them, and I'm happy they've joined us, but I'm probably the most excited about John, right? because he's talking about community solar. He's going to shine a little light on community solar. you did there. Okay. (laughs) Okay, so before we jump into community solar, John, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? So this is John Wren, Chief Officer of the Electric Division here at Fayetteville PwC. John, thank you for joining us. Yes, thank you for having me. And if you would, like Courtney said, Tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, I am I am relatively new to PwC. I've uh, been an officer here for about three years. I uh, was a utilities director in Newburn, North Carolina for about nine years before coming over to Fayetteville. Uh, took over the electric systems, uh, have the generation plant, the substation guys, the line work guys, our power supply and compliance folks, and uh, also our, our uh, engineering group for electric. Wow. So when people are driving around Fayetteville and they see our linemen, like I did stay on my lunch break, John is their boss. Right. Yeah. yeah. John if, keeps the lights on. Well, if you keep going up the, the flagpole, John is somewhere at the top. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So community solar, we have been talking about community solar for quite a while now, but now we are finally at the point where we can roll it out to our customers. Folks can enroll November 1st. Yeah. It's exciting. I plan to do that. Okay. okay. John, can you give us a synopsis? What is community solar? Sure. Uh, Community Solar is uh, PwC's first uh, project where we're putting out uh, solar power. Uh, So we put in a solar array um, and we did something a little bit unique with our project. We coupled it with battery storage, which is uh, very unique to to North Carolina. We're the first municipal utility that actually put solar panels uh, coupled with battery storage. So we're actually producing power from the sun and we're also able to store some of that power and use it during the peak periods when uh, power is is really uh, in demand and, and becomes more expensive every month. And array is just a fancy word for like a solar farm, right? Yeah, the okay. array is just all those all those panels that you see out there grouped in a in a certain area. That's mm-hmm. that's the array. And um, one of the benefits of our community solar program, uh, renters and homeowners can participate because you aren't putting them on your your home. Yep, that's right. right. Um, so you will subscribe to our program, as Lamont said, starting mm-hmm. November 1st. Right. Uh, Lamont, you can get up to five panels. Is that correct? Right. That's true. Yeah. So, <laughs> but that first panel, how much? The first panel is going to be $20 for the enrollment fee. Okay, right. Um, and then it goes up in $10 increments. Ten, correct. Um, so for example, if you want Two panels, it's going to cost you $30. Right. Um, five panels, which is the max amount that you can get, will be $60. Okay. Now, let's really get to the nuts and bolts of it. Everyone wants to know, how much money am I going to save on my bill? How much is this going to earn me? Is that really what this is about? Our community solar is not going to make you rich. There you go. And that's okay. Yeah. But you're doing something for the environment. Um, our ad campaign that we've rolled out, we're billing it as a, a cleaner, greener future. Exactly. You're doing this for um, the next generation. We're doing this for our kids. Um, We want to leave a nice little planet for them. Okay. So John, how big is the solar farm? How much energy is expected to? 
Uh, the solar farm is actually 3,384 panels. Okay. So, uh, each one of those panels puts out 330 watts of power at its full output when the sun is directly overhead perpendicular to the panel. Um, so that the, the array uh, actually puts out just under one megawatt of power uh, when it's at full capacity. Okay. And so um, on a day like today, it's nice and sunny outside. That's great news. But what happens when it's, you know, February and it's yeah. cold and dreary outside? Um, the, the less sunshine that shines on the panels, unfortunately, the less there is output. Mm -hmm. uh, so obviously at night or very early in the morning, you have very, very little or no output. And when it's cloudy, a little bit less. But day like today where it's nice and sunny and in the afternoon, lots, lots of power being produced by that. I love it. Yeah, I think that's one of the things uh, some folks don't think about when it comes to like rooftop solar, the the maintenance of it all, mm -hmm. that you probably have to have a newer roof that can even, oh, yeah. you know, sustain that type of infrastructure. And thinking about the facing of the sun, you know, yes. you, you're this way. Community solar allows you to uh, enroll into a program or subscribe to community solar without having to deal with the uh, maintenance of it being on your house. And with a house, depending on how your house was put on the lot and how the trees are and all the other factors that are involved, that directly impacts like how much output you have from the panels. Whereas with our project, it was designed very specifically to get the most out of the sunlight. It is positioned so that it gets the most sun for most of the days and it, they're just the right angle to do that, which is not the same thing with what you see when you put them on a house, which really wasn't designed for solar panels. So ours is very specifically made to get as much output as possible. That's awesome. And so once you pay that um, enrollment fee, um, and like I said, you can get up to five panels, there is a monthly subscription fee. Um, and that fee is $1.53 per panel. And you will receive a fixed monthly credit of $2.51. Um, so again, you're not going to get rich, but you are doing something um, for the planet, which is really good. And then, um, John, you mentioned that it's the first municipal solar farm. With, with battery storage. With battery storage. Yeah. So um, I know when I drive up and down 95, I see other solar farms, but PwC is municipal and battery storage. Yes. Yeah. The battery is really a critical element for our project because it allows us to store some of that energy mm -hmm. and, like I said, discharge it when power is very expensive during the month. Okay. So zero carbon emissions. Right. That's good. If you're someone who really cares about the environment, that's important to you. Sure. Right. Um, a few weeks ago, we had electric car uh, people on our show. And so I'm sure they're zero carbon fans, right? Same yeah. thing. Who's this for? I mean, if I'm a PwC water customer, can I enroll in the program? You have to be an electric customer, mm. but you can be a homeowner or okay. a renter. Okay. Um, and we are setting aside some panels for a uh, commercial purposes and schools, for example. Gotcha. So 3,384 panels. You can get up to five panels. Um, what else? The dashboard. So if you are a person who likes to uh, see things and know what's going on. <laughs> Technology. I mean, that's the way things are going. Yeah. Everyone wants uh, to be able to access the information. We are going to um, link to a dashboard where you can see how much input and output. Is that right, John? Yes. Okay. So um, again, sunny day like this, you can see what numbers we're pulling in. I'm probably saying this incorrectly. <laughs> you would be able to see the wattage output from the panels themselves. So, yes. All right, we're the first municipal. And you were saying with the battery storage, talk about how that makes us unique or, uh, you know, some of the opportunities that presents to us. Well, one of the big opportunities is what you've talked about already. Uh, because of the nature of what we're doing, 
we're able to allow this to all of our customers to be able to participate in this project. Most solar is owned by uh, a solar developer or a utility that's using it as generation. And it's not, it's not a community style of program. It's we're using this to comply with, let's say, the North Carolina Renewable Energy Portfolio Standard. Or if you're a solar developer, you're building a farm to sell power to a utility, you know, to make money. Um, so our project is really about giving people the opportunity to participate in solar that wouldn't have that opportunity because they live in an apartment or they rent a home um, or they just don't want to deal with, like you talked about, the, the infrastructure they would have to put on their home and purchase it and then, you know, deal with it over the years. Uh, this way you get the best out of the solar, but you don't have to deal with any of those things. And it's scalable. You can put into it what you want as far as, you know, so supporting one panel or two or five. So. How does solar uh, tie into time of use rates? Uh, well, solar doesn't really tie into time of use rates, okay. but the battery storage aspect uh, follows what time of use rates are doing, which is it's trying to offset that most expensive power that we have that we purchase either late in the afternoons uh, during very hot days during the summer or early in the mornings during the cold days. So it follows the same pattern as time of use and gives us the ability, especially with the battery, to offset the power demands during that period of time. Okay. Okay. And like we said, November 1st, right? So Lamont, how can people sign up? Well, right now you can uh, contact our customer programs and uh, go on. I believe they can sign up through the portal. It won't be available until November 1st, uh, but you can go visit our website to get more information. Uh, we've already started rolling out some promotional videos and putting content out there. We have some frequently asked questions that people can start uh, thumbing through. And, you know, we're doing things like this. Uh, we're talking about it, getting the word out. Now, if I subscribe, do I own this panel? Is this something that now I'm responsible for? And how long would I be responsible? How long am I on the hook for these these panels? Good question. Uh, no, you're not. You're not. Uh, you're not a, a full owner. You can turn your subscription back in. I believe at any time. Anytime. Um, and it's it's basically a real nice way of being able to participate in in solar without buying the infrastructure, without having that responsibility. So you can subscribe to it, get get the benefits out of it, and then if you move or you know you're not interested anymore, you can you can leave your subscription. And somebody else can pick it up. And you'll start seeing that credit on your bill starting in January, from what I understand. So year five, mm -hmm. will my subscription fee go up? You know, is it one of those uh, variable things or is this fixed? I believe the subscription fee is going to be adjusted based upon how the actual solar panels perform with relation to our power supply costs. So they're going to basically go through and look at after the year is over, mm -hmm. uh, how did this affect the power supply costs and then adjust what what you get back from that. So if it if it performs better than we thought, you're going to get more. Mm -hmm. If it doesn't doesn't perform as well, then uh, it might be a little bit less. Wow! I can't wait to get my solar panel. How many are you going to uh, get? I think three. I think that's reasonable, right? Is yeah. that too many? Too much? Not enough? Well, I think it's. I want to be green, Lamont. Right. That's why it goes back to the objective. You, we all stated this is not for you to get rich. Right. But who doesn't want to help the environment be greener and cleaner? I mean. We live on this planet. Mm -hmm. This is our uh, community and people need to start, you know, thinking towards that. Everything isn't about money. So the lifespan of the solar array, what's that? Uh, I believe it's 20 years. Okay. Nice long time. Yeah. Let's see. I'll be in my 50s by then. Man. <laughs> our, Lamont and I have birthdays coming up. So we've uh, been looking at a 
I can be one of the employees that maybe starts talking about retirement, saying how I've, <laughs> I've been here. As long three. as a solar array. <laughs> I was back in my day. We didn't even have a solar array. Right. right? right. I remember when that array was first, first built. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So the customers who can, again, let's hit that again. Um, renters and homeowners, you have right. to be an electric customer. So you have to be an electric customer. Budget billing customers are able to participate. That is true. That's fine. Customer service will take care of that for you. Mm-hmm. And you'll start seeing that bill credit um, in January. Yeah. Why so. are we doing this again? Cleaner, well, greener community. Yeah. Well, it's it's a it's a great addition to uh, actually as a utility, how we uh, comply with what the state's doing for its renewable energy portfolio standards. So uh, we have to basically have a certain amount of solar energy that we either have to buy renewable energy certificates for Mm -hmm. or we can produce ourselves. So we chose to invest in a community solar plant so that we could basically provide that to ourselves instead of buying renewable energy certificates off the market in order to comply with the state law. So it's uh, somewhat like uh, being more active and and doing a a much more a much better way of doing compliance with something that you mm-hmm. have to, rather than just kind of paying a penalty yeah. to do it. You're actually putting bricks and mortar down and giving our customers an opportunity to participate in something that uh, might be, you know, too difficult for them if they're, especially if they're renting or if they're uh, not interested in in putting out the money to buy yeah. solar panels themselves. And we have such a transient community. Yeah. You know, people are coming in and out. So if you want to, when you come into Fayetteville and you want to get those panels, and then once you're, you know, moving on. No problem. Just call us and yep. give so us back your panels. Those familiar with the area, where is the array located? Yep. And if you could share some of that information, what was some of the thought that went into uh, choosing that location? Uh, the array is actually located right next to our Butler Warner Generation plant on Custer Avenue. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, we decided to put it right next to the plant because it was a really good place for us to place it with the property that we have out there. So we made some really good use of an amount of acreage that uh, really wasn't doing much other than retaining our our retaining pond that we have for cooling water for the plant. So we took the rest of that open space that was there and and decided to put the panels on it. Um, And it's it's, uh, a good location because it made an easy inner tie for us with our power system. So the solar panels produce power, we step it up and we put it onto the grid and it's, it's, uh, basically feeding an amount of our customers on our system. So it was it was a good spot for all those reasons. Um, we also have the ability that maybe in the future we could expand it. So uh, if the yes. program goes well, you know, we would, we would definitely be looking at that. Wow. A, a question that we've received a couple of times when we've been out and about in the community talking about this, um, is this being subsidized? Subsidized? <laughs> Lamont, can you say that word for me? Subsidized. Perfect. <laughs> Uh, by other customers. No. <laughs> <laughs> Simply put. It is, it is standing on its own. And uh, the maintenance, where's that coming from? The maintenance is part of what folks are paying for when they, they put in their initial uh, payment to start the program and from their monthly subscription. Okay. So that pays for the maintenance for it. Well, I know that we, um, in our in the communications and community relations department, we can't wait to start showing this solar farm off. Right. Um, so tours. That's something that people have asked about as well. We don't have any yet, but eventually we will have tours planned. So if you're interested in that, just keep an eye out. Right, Lamont? Got the uh, ribbon cutting coming up. Um, Just, you know, laid out the location. I think it's, we've we've been out there to uh, see the farm or the array plenty of times. It is something to see. Uh, It's a nice space. It's just 
interesting, you know. We took a group out there, was it last week or the week before, um, as a part of PWC Day, and they were all impressed. I mean, it's pretty impressive. I heard they were going to be goats. (laughs) What? Yes. I I haven't heard that. This is, is, I've been hearing they're going to be goats to help with the upkeep. (laughs) Is that true, John? Is this Uh, urban legend? Uh Uh-huh. Apparently, there is another solar farm in North Carolina that does use pygmy goats to uh-huh. maintain the, the grass around the panels. Okay. Um, for right now, we're doing it with uh, guys that we've hired that, <laughs> that actually Heel specialize in, in cutting the grass around uh-huh. without damaging them. Um, but I, we can't rule out goats in the future. That might be my favorite part. I've learned today. Yeah. Now, if that's not helping the community, <laughs> I don't know what is. So, Okay. Um, if you want to learn more about community solar, Lamont, you mentioned the website. Yes. Just go to FAYPWC.com and you'll see um, our community solar page. Yeah. We have a really cute video featuring kids of employees who are helping promote the program. Um, we have a little cartoony video that also explains it. And then um, Mr. Mark Brown, who is our senior customer programs officer, um, he also did a segment for us on community solar. So there are several ways you can learn about the program. And those who still use telephone or email, like uh, we do in the professional yeah. world, there's a quick number for you, 910-223-4950. That is our customer programs. You can also email them at customer.programs at FAYPWC.com. If you have any other questions, they can uh, you know contact you and help you out. That's also going to be in our frequently asked questions, the information I just spit out for you guys. John? It's been a pleasure. Thank you. Greatly, uh, you know, appreciate you coming through and shedding a little light on Community Solar. (laughs) Okay, so that does it for this edition of PwC Connections, the podcast. Remember, you can find us on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, as well as our website. Yes. Uh, Make sure you follow us on social media. We're everywhere you like to be. F-A-Y-P-W-C. That's Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. That same handle. We'll see y'all next time. Well, we'll we'll talk to y'all next time. Thanks for joining (laughs) us in the bucket. Yeah. We'll see you for the next one. Have a great one. Take care.